called The Podcast, only available on the GoLoud app. You are very welcome to Spin Air Skull. It is our final episode, episode number 15. And what a savage 15 weeks it has been. We have literally gone through the highs, the lows, everything in between that has been the academic year of 2021. It has been a minefield. I mean, we started at the point where we didn't even know if there would be a Leaving Cert exam. We are now only a matter of weeks away from Leaving Cert students right across the country sitting their written Leaving Cert exams. Accredited grades have been submitted. We are in a good place. And I think that the buzzword is reform. And if there's anything that we can be proud of here on Spin, it's that we've got that conversation started. And starting a conversation sometimes is the hardest thing to do, but it is the most important thing. And it's something that we hope we're inspiring a lot of students to do, to start a conversation with their peers, with their teachers, with the government, because let's face it, they are the future and they are the change that the education system needs. Four pupils who are absolutely doing just that and doing it plus some more. Our incredible bright sparks, future leaders and the voices of the future, let's face it, in the southwest and right across the country. Each of these students have recently been elected to the National Student Executive, which is a representative body for second level students right across the country. I am so delighted that they have taken the time to join us on the show this morning. They're going to introduce themselves, tell us a little bit about their position within the ISSU and what they hope to bring to the table next academic year or in the academic year of 21. 22. So delighted to be joined by Owen Connolly, Saoirse Exton, Jack McGinn and Kasper Bogoletsky. It is wonderful to have each of you on Spin Air Skull today. I cannot wait to get stuck into a conversation with you but for now I'm going to let you tell us exactly who you are. So Owen Connolly, kick us off, let the hull. Hi, my name is Owen Connolly. I'm in fifth year at Villiers School Limerick and I'm 17 years old. At AA this year, I ran for secretary, which is a position that helps with some of the technical running of the National Student Executive. So I help plan meetings, get an agenda out to all the members and take minutes of them and make sure they're open to members of the union. In general, I can also just give a hand on any policy work that I might be interested in and knowledgeable on. In particular, I want to help out with issues like Leaving Cert 2022, which I'll be taking myself and stuff pertaining to students with special educational needs, because I'm also one of them. So in general, I'm just really looking forward to July 10th and I cannot wait to get started. Brilliant stuff. Thank you so much for joining us, Owen. And we look forward to hearing a little bit more about that as well. Particularly interested in students with SEN, and I think it's something that I'm buzzing to chat about as well. Sirsha, tell us about you. Hi, uh, I'm Sirsha. I'm 15 years old. I'm a transitioning student at um, in the City. <laughs> I, uh, this is my second year as a quality officer, uh, so I've been a quality officer this year and I reran um, and luckily I got, I got re-elected, which is amazing. And I hope to just see through a lot of the projects I started last year. Um, and I really want to focus on things specifically surrounding um, the travelling community and, and involving students from the travelling community within the union, as well as students from direct provision, and as well as the kind of basic equality stuff, which is just dealing with, you know, racial inequality and, and in, inequities across the school board um, and consulting with students. Incredible. And Saoirse, while we have you here, I may as well say, I know that people can't see you because we're on a Zoom, obviously, but those tuning us in are only listening to your lovely voices. Saoirse, your face is well known around Limerick City and County because you're a climate activist as well. So tell us a bit about that. 
Yeah, so I've been a climate activist for over two years. Um, and I suppose it's really interesting because one of the motivations for running for equality officer is obviously my motivation when it comes to uh, climate justice. And climate justice for me means justice and, and equity for all voices, languages, people's religions, etc. And so, you know, when it came to equality, I, I really wanted to apply that. Um, and so it's just something that that would suit, was really close to, to home for me. And um, I really am looking forward to working on that a little bit this year as well. Incredible. Well, look, you're making a massive difference, Saoirse, and your work is not going unnoticed. It's amazing to be able to celebrate it here on Spin, so keep it up. Let's continue on. Jack, tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, hi, my name's Jack McGinn. I'm the new education officer. I'm in third year. I'm going into TY in Arts School Reach in Limerick City. So um, the education officer really has a responsibility for the promotion of the student's perspective in regards to the education they receive. So it's really a large policy-based and representative-based um, role. So some stuff I was working on this past year and I'm going to continue to work on is a senior cycle reform report, which is groundbreaking and it really started the conversation around senior cycle reform amongst the stakeholders. I'm also working on a senior cycle research paper with the ESRI um, and senior cycle is obviously a big thing I want to continue to work on as it's going to be really important and COVID has really kicked off the conversation about senior cycle reform and shown how bad our education system is um, so I also want to work on the state exams 2022 to ensure that we really get what's best for these students and they're not forgotten about. Wow, well, that all sounds fantastic. And all I'm going to say is move over, Norma Foley. Jack McGinn is in the house. <laughs> Wonderful, Jack. And Casper, let's go down to Kerry. I know you're down in the kingdom. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Kasper Bogoletsky. I'm an 18-year-old fifth-year student in St. Brendan's College in Killarney County, Kerry. And at this year's ISSU Annual Assembly, I was elected as the International Officer. So this is not my first role in the ISSU. I've been representing Kerry as its Regional Officer for the past two years. Uh, but now as International Officer, my role will be to represent the students of Ireland, both here on the NSC in Ireland, but also abroad, representing their interests and making sure that every single student in Ireland has the best education by bringing items of, uh, of different curriculums from abroad into our country and also catering for all the international students uh, and all our uh, asylum seekers, all our refugees, making sure uh, that they are doing well in school and that we as students and as the ISSU are doing everything to support them. So there are some of the things I'm looking forward to doing uh, in the year ahead as well, especially since I, I will be sitting the next year's Evening Cert um, and we do want clarity, we want fairness, uh, and we want uh, to be able to sit our leaving cert uh, as well as we can. Brilliant stuff. And I'm delighted that you brought that up, Casper, because I'm going to kick off by asking you and Owen exactly that. I mean, you are the leaving certs of 21, 22. You will be sitting your leaving cert in 22, please God. But again, we start into this cycle that we've seen the past two years. We've had two pandemic leaving certs. And you'd imagine that in this country, we would learn from the first one. But it wasn't exactly the case. There was massive, you know, change within government. There was chaos right up until I would say the pre's were over. And even at that point, we were worried about orals. So how, Casper, are you feeling now at this stage? I mean, come September, the clock starts counting down again, you know? Yeah, I mean, certainly um, it is still, um, there is still a lot of grey area in it. Uh, but my hope is that from the past few years, we have learned what works and what doesn't. Um, and I hope we've also realized the amount of time that students in fifth year, myself and Owen included, lost 
uh, from in-person teaching because we did go online for, for a bit of time. So my hope is that that will be taken into account when making a decision uh, regarding our leaving cert next year. And my hope is that decision will be fair uh, and student voice will, of course, be included in, in that decision. And are you hoping for a written leaving cert? Do you want to see leaving cert going back to how it was in 2018, 2019? Well, um, I mean, personally speaking, uh, there are advantages uh, to both. Uh, but I suppose as we kind of start moving forward, um, it is best that we we go, in my opinion, uh, to a more normal kind of thing. But of course, we have to take into account the time lost by students and, and there should be some accommodations made for next year's evening cert. And that is to be decided with consultation with our members, of course. Yeah, for sure. And I think you're right. Current fifth year pupils have lost an awful lot of time in class. Um, for you, Owen, you mentioned that you're passionate about promoting students with SEN, the resources, the supports that they're getting in school. What has it been like in fifth year for you? I've definitely had it, like most of the time I've had it easier than other people. Like I'm definitely not at the further end of it. And actually right now, this week, I've been taking my summer exams from home because uh, brother got a COVID test. He's fine, but just needed to like, take the precautions. But so I myself, I cannot speak for anybody but myself. So I've been relatively okay. But this year in general, I've known other people in my school with SEN that have, what some people, some people have actually done better online. Others certainly have not. But yeah, I'd echo with Casper that there definitely needs to be accommodations. I get why, I get we won't get as many as this year did. They had it much worse than we did, but we need some. But the thing we absolutely need for everyone is clarity before we start the next term rather than last minute dot com decisions about what's going to happen with our leaving cert. So I know Jack wants to work on that and I'm definitely going to try and shoehorn my way into that at any, at any time possible so we can just talk to the department over summer so we can just get an idea of what the hell we're doing. For sure. And Owen, tell me, would you be happy with a similar situation to what this year's Leaving Certs received? They had the option of accredited grades. They had the option of sitting a written exam. In fact, for a finish, I felt that this year's Leaving Certs had nearly too many options. They had every option and therefore maybe it was difficult to decide what the right thing was to do. And they ended up overloaded with work. Yeah, and we're going to, we'll know a lot more once we see what the actual outcome of it is. Still, all we have are the results of last year, which wasn't exactly great. And so, and we know that like 90% of students are just doing both anyways. So we're going to have to see how that turns out. But I think right now what I'm thinking is, yeah, we should get some of the options, but I think we're definitely going to get less objectively speaking because we didn't, like we lost part of our TY instead of losing a lot of the end of fifth year as well. So we're going to get less anyway. So, but again, jury's still out on the end result of it, which we'll have to factor in later on. Absolutely. But look, we're moving in the right direction. And the fact that the conversation has started and you're making an effort now, you know, in um, May of the year before, you know, it's an entire academic year until you're in this position, which is good news for you. So you have that time on your side. Uh, Jack, I'm fascinated at the fact that you are so pro-reform. I think that it is fantastic. What would you love to see happening by the time you sit your exams in 2023? Yeah, so senior cycle reform is something I've been working on for probably the last year. And unfortunately, it's not going to come around tomorrow. It's going to take a few years. I don't think it'll be in by the time I sit my leaving search, but that's not an excuse not to get involved and to help. We're really looking for a holistic um, approach where it's not just rote learning. You know, we're not rewarding people who can just memorize the most. That it actually shows 
all, everyone's skills. So, you know, your hands-on skills, not just, oh, I can memorize, you need to actually be able to do stuff that's helpful to you in the workplace. So learn, how do I apply for a mortgage? How do I do my taxes? Even stuff as simple in TY as how do I uh, fix a flat tire? So it's not just this big, oh, we have a leaving search. Oh God, it's study for two years. Um, this is going to be so stressful so that we're not, you know, putting that stress in students and that we're not upsetting students that they're saying, okay, I have my leaving cert, but I know it's not going to be too bad. I'm going to do my best. It's not this big exam. And the big exam is probably what scares people the most, you know, my whole life, um, you know, relies on this, what, month in June. That shouldn't be the case. The case should be, okay, over two years, we're assessing you. We're looking, you know, what skills do you have? Okay you know, that it's not coming down to the day where anything could go wrong. And then that's your whole career, your whole future out the window. Um, but it is going to take a few years. Um, but we have here at the ISSU started the conversation on it, which is really hopeful. Um, all the relevant stakeholders and the government bodies are now engaged. We are working towards senior cycle reform. So in the future, hopefully we'll see a reform senior cycle. I don't think I'll fit um, sit a reform senior cycle, unfortunately but it will be in the future. And that's what's important that we work towards it. And we have a really good plan in place that it flows between the junior cycle and the senior cycle, and that we're providing a quality um, education for students in Ireland. And aimly the um, best education system in the world would be probably what I think everyone is hoping for. Well, incredibly said. I mean, so inspirational to listen to you because I know I sat my Leaving Cert 10 years ago and it was just that. It is a rite of passage in many ways, but it's also so much depends on it. And, you know, the CAO results, the CAO system, there are so many flaws and the life, your life does absolutely not depend on the Leaving Cert. And I think that the fact that you recognise that and the ball is in motion is a fantastic place to be for Irish academics. And here's hoping that the change will happen quickly. And I think it should. Saoirse, I'm fascinated to hear from a transition year perspective. I know that we're tight on time, but transition year is a year that I feel almost got neglected and forgotten about a little bit this year because the amount of experiences, it's the one time in the academic process that you get to experience fun, practical learning. And I'd imagine because of COVID, the nature of the pandemic, your experience was limited. Well, to be honest, me personally, I haven't physically been at school since September, you know, um, because obviously this year there wasn't much of a point to going in. Um, and, you know, also, I did think it's a bit mad that TY, to be honest, was in school physically this year now, but, you know, that's another argument. It, it is, it's really disappointing, to be honest, because this year, um, I I was preparing for this year for about two years. Um, I had a big list, like 33 things long. I had, like, links and everything. I was really, I was super prepared. And then, you know, obviously this hit and I, it kind of dawned on me, I think, at the end of third year, I'm not going to get a TY. And you're right, it is, it's the one, to be honest, it's the one good thing about the senior cycle. Um, and it's, you know, I'm, and I just, it's really disappointing, to be honest, absolutely. But I think at the same time, there were a lot of opportunities, you know, for me, this year, I got involved with ICC, you know, I, I ran for election for the first time. Um, and I got elected as a quality officer. Um, and I also got really stuck in with with all the climate activism and things like that. And so I think there were a lot of opportunities, but at the same time, I don't think those opportunities came from schools. You know what I mean? I think it was just people had to take up their own initiative. Um, and that was really, really disappointing hearing what my peers had to say about the kind of the lack of engagement, the lack of um, of trying to create what one might call a normal TY year. You know what I mean? Like there were 
from what I've heard, it was a lot of just sitting around. And actually, in fact, there my school, for instance, has done, I think, three sets of exams this year, uh, which I find confusing because most TYUs don't have any exams or at least one set of exams. Um, so it's and it there's no learning going on either. So it's just examining them on I don't even know what. Um, and it's just really weird that that this, like you said, this year of extracurriculars has been replaced with another academic year, except there's nothing actually being learned. So it's just, it's really confusing. I find that so interesting. But academics aside, Saoirse, when I think of transition year, I think of that opportunity to kind of make new friends. The social aspect of transition year is you, you find yourself with opportunities you don't have in other academic settings. You're not in a classroom a lot of the time. You're out and about. You're doing, you're on tours. You're traveling around with your, your, your schoolmates and you make new friends. And a lot of the time, I know for me, I made a lot of my friends in transition year that are still my friends today. So how do you think socially, students will be impacted by kind of the lack of transition year and the fact they'll have to readjust now to a fifth year setting in September. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's really difficult. If, again, referring back to my school, um, usually we mix up classes. So we have like first to third year, the same class, and then in TY they're mixed up. That didn't happen this year. So it's the same class groups. And like you said, those experiences of going out and about and making these new friends in, in kind of sometimes as unusual places, like you might not have thought that you would have been friends with this person in first year, for instance, that's not happening. Uh, for me, my social skills have been completely decimated <laughs> this year. Um, and and I suppose it's it's really annoying because like going going back into fifth year, it's going to just be like we had an extra long summer holidays or something, which is all fine and well, but there's no break. There was no break between the junior search and there's going to be no break and for the leaving search. And I'm not looking forward to it <laughs> at all, not one bit. So yeah. <laughs> Well said, but look, I think the thing is, Saoirse, that you're absolutely not alone. I think the majority of students across the country and probably globally are in a similar situation and it's just the nature of the pandemic. And I mean, if anything, I think the, the students of the pandemic, let's call you, the pandemic students will be so well set to weather any storm, literally, uh, whenever they, you know, finish their leaving certs and move into the working world because they've really been through the height of it now. Um, finally, before I let you all go, I would like to ask you one, just to share one message with us, maybe your hope for leaving cert 22-23, where you would like to see the academic system go and uh, what you're really, as students, holding out hope for um, next year and when school resumes in September. I know at this point you've probably clocked off. Summer holidays are on the horizon, wherever they will be spent, not abroad. It doesn't seem to be the case. But anyway, um, what are your hopes for leaving Sir 22-23, Casper? Well, I mean, my hope is that it will go, uh, it will go ahead um, in, in some way, shape or form, but so that it is fair. I mean, a lot of us have been through a lot for the past couple of years. I mean, being in isolation, uh, being away from one's friends, that has uh, taken a toll on so many people. Uh, and uh, not to mention the educational impact that it has had when we were in lockdown, because obviously we've heard from so many students, learning online is not the same as learning in person. So my hope, uh, as I said before, is that that is accommodated. Uh, but aside from that, I, I also hope that we do return to some sense of normality in everyday school life. So that's social aspects of, of school, whether it be talking to friends um, and hanging out more, returning to the different clubs at lunchtime. I hope that all of that does return uh, because that is so important to so many students. That's how they get their friends. That's how they get involved in extracurricular activities. And my hope is that that will resume. 
Really well said. Thank you, Casper. Owen, what are your hopes for leaving Cert 22? I just briefly echo the social thing Casper mentioned. Like I, a lot of my like evolution through secondary school has been thanks to a bunch of senior students haven't been able to talk to the six years for like the vast majority of this year. And it's been really regrettable because now they're going to be gone. But yeah, again, in general, it's just reasonable accommodations. And at the very least, if whatever they're going to do, I would like to know before we get back. And I imagine just about everybody else in my year would echo that. <laughs> so again, it is just clarity and just understanding of what exactly it will be. Well said Owen and that call for clarity it does need to happen sooner rather than later I entirely agree with you. Jack for you? Yeah so this is obviously something I'll be working on as education officer so we need to ensure that the exams that students sit are reflective of the past two years of their fifth and sixth year and that we just don't pretend COVID's gone away you know these students are still affected and were affected by COVID and the best way you know, to make that come about is to ensure that we listen to students um, and that we are amplifying students' voices and that we aren't speaking over them and we're not assuming, oh, this is what students want, that we actually go out there and say, what do you want? And then we will represent that. Um, as Owen said, clarity is a big one. It's something that we need to have before we go back into classrooms in September because it'll just put students at ease that we don't have this guessing game what's happening like we did. I'm in third year, I know it's not. The junior cert isn't as big as the leaving cert, but I was still kind of um, feeling what's happening. It's February, right, we're in isolation, our pre's got cancelled. Is it still going ahead? It can't be, but we still have to study. We don't want that. So really in essence, to ensure that we're consulting students and that we're being realistic, that the ICSU has always brought realistic options to the table that you know very often work out and that we're being helpful in advisory group meetings and we're really you know pushing for student voice to be at the center of every decision and that we really get a solution that works for students really well said jack thank you so much and i hope that spinner skull has been a platform for students to have their voice heard and i know for me as a teacher that is now working in media it's something i'm passionate about because i know how incredibly hard students work in school and let's face it their voices are the ones that need to be listened to the ones that need to be heard so Sirsha, leave us with some wise words of wisdom what are your hopes for the leaving cert pupils of 23 24 and beyond yeah, I mean, echoing what everyone kind of said, this year showed just how important and just how powerful student voice really is. And I really don't want the tradition of just blatantly ignoring us, even the education processes that affect us more than anyone else. Um, I really want that to end. Um, and I really want uh, the education system to have a more collaborative approach, whether that's just temporarily um, uh, or whether that's that's something that, that actually sets off that reform. Um, and I think at the same time, we need to recognise the problems, not just with the Leaving Cert, but with the entire education system from primary school upwards, you know what I mean? Um, we need to, like Jack was saying earlier, take the focus away from just learning everything off um, by heart. It's it's not accessible um, and it's not, it doesn't to every single different learning style you know what I mean we, we can't all just memorize things and it's it's really I suppose it really takes away people's individuality their creativity and it forces them into a very kind of uh, archaic way of thinking it's all about just jobs 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 and that's not what school should be about school should be about developing our horizons school should be about developing our creativity like I mentioned our critical thinking skills our analysis skills this is what school should be about should be preparing us for life not just for um very uh kind of set work 
incredibly well put each and every one of you so articulate so intelligent so clued into everything that is going on and more than anything so fantastically representing your families your peers your schools and beyond I think that the Department of Education would be in safe hands if you guys were at the helm so thank you so much Owen, Jack, Casper and Saoirse for taking the time to chat with us on Spinner Skull On the way shortly on the show we will catch up with our current Leaving Cert students who as I mentioned are only a week away from their own written exams the excitement is building maybe for them the nerves are building but personally I have never felt more prepared to sit my leaving cert just a shame that it's came a little bit late anyhow it's on the way next on Spin Air Skull so do make sure you keep it here Spin Air Skull the podcast only available on the Go Loud app